Today is Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. <laughs> I almost said 23. 2024, and you're listening to the Ask a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Nate. We start off with a little small talk. I don't even remember what it was about uh, for a little while. And then we get into Calvinists versus Catholics. I'm not a Calvinist or a Catholic. Uh, just a Christian. Anyway, so a Calvinist and a Catholic fight and argue, and it's a little entertaining, but then we all get headaches. We're like, okay, stop, stop, please make it stop, stop, stop. Um, then we get on to compatibilism and transubstantiation. Um the cope being how Jesus said, unless you eat my body and drink my, uh, you know, eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part with me. And then that's explained, as Harold eventually explains, as John 6 or somewhere in John, where he talks about his words and his words from heaven and all this. Um, and like eating them like manners, whatever Harold said. Um, anyway, so then to say that no, no, he means literally and then extrapolate that to literally eating and drinking blood and flesh means the the wine and the bread. Um, metaphysically transubstantiate into actual blood and flesh. Um, that is a stretch. And then, you know, they try to, uh, more, of, more of the cope, the people arguing for this transubstantiation, are like, many of his disciples left him because they said this was a hard saying. To which I reply, why am I telling you? You should just listen. I'm like, look, man, um, eating and drinking people's blood and flesh is not high on my to-do list, but if we were, you know, like the people... Um, who like gets snowed in or like in an avalanche or whatever. And it's like, well, someone's going to live and someone's going to die. And they end up cannibalizing someone. I mean, if you got to do it to live, you got to do it to live. Um, so if she's like, Hey, you've got to literally drink blood and eat my flesh. I'd be like, well, okay. So if God says it, that's how it is. Um, doesn't matter how much you don't like it. If he says it, well, that's that's the way it is. Um, so that's not the problem. The problem is extrapolating when Jesus says this to mean it literally transforms as you're eating it or whatever. Um, anyway, that's that's the problem. We talked about transubstantiation for a while um, and the fallacies around it. Then we talk about uh, compassionate death and dying with dignity, the uh, Canadian law, and how perhaps they're helping more people die who don't really want to die. Um, or they're, they're waiting the deck and like kind of leading them and suggestively being like, well, you know, wouldn't you like to do this? To which a Canadian social worker says, of course not. Um, he has much more faith in his government than that. I am a little skeptical. Imagine that, a Christian talking about being a skeptic. Anyway, enjoy these topics and more on this Tuesday. So, have an awesome day. Check out the Ask a Christian book on Amazon. Check out the Ask a Christian store. Grab a t-shirt, grab a coffee cup, support this podcast, sharing the gospel with people on the internet. And people arguing for compassionate death. They need Jesus. And the people who are compassionate, quote, compassionately dying um, also need Jesus. Anyway, so take care. Have an awesome day. See you all later. If the, if the earth is flat, should, should it be um, uh, infinite? Without ending? No, because you're forgetting about the ice wall. Come on, man. Keep up. Yeah, but what's behind the ice wall, though? Huh? Base. Zombies? Oh. I mean, biblically speaking, I don't know how people get a flat Earth, but let's just say they do somehow. Um, even by their reasoning, there's I don't think there's any any way you can get a, a flat Earth of infinite. I don't think any Christians would believe that, because then you have to say the Earth always have been here because you cannot have sky and earth uh, created. So...
sobre well, atheists or something. If you ever come across one of them, ask them. I'm sure they have their reasons or answers. I'm also Honestly, sure that think, makes sense. I think the biggest issue, like, all right, you want to be a flatter for cool, thumbs up and smiling, right? I'm like, cool. But when you say it's a biblical position, there's a problem. Yeah. There's the problem. Yeah. Well, I met someone recently who said, like, you know, we knew them back in Google Plus days, like something like 12 years ago now. And they were like militant anti-theist. Like they hated Christianity with a passion. Um, <clears throat> and I guess all religions, but really they had a penchant for Christianity. Um, but I talked with, them, talked with them not too long ago quickly because I, I was like um, looking at someone's profile that was like a friend from back in Google Plus, And I saw like they were like uh, a friend of a friend. It was like one of those pop-up suggestions. And it was like Christian and had Bible verses. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I clicked on it and uh, I'm like, are you serious? This person's a Christian. So um, I, I had to message him. I'm like, hey, what's up? Long time no see. I'm like, um, are, you're a Christian now? And they went on this whole like copy pasta thing about how it was a flat earth that like drew them in and they just couldn't ignore it because the Bible totally told them there's a flat earth. And they're like, yes, and Jesus is my savior. I'm like, well, I'm like, we may disagree about some things, but I guess that's cool. All right, well, see you yeah. in heaven, peace. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I don't want to, like, shoot down their hopes and dreams, but um, I'm like, I, I mean, who knows, man? Maybe we'll get to heaven, and uh, God will be like, yeah, you guys are so dumb. Like, the earth was flat this whole time. Why didn't you get it? Like, clearly, Isaiah said circle. Circle meant 2D object. Um, so, I mean, who knows? We could be wrong, but I really don't think we are. But um, I, I wouldn't want to, like, dissuade someone's faith over a doctrine of flat earth that has no bearing on one's eternal soul so i mean if, if they're good with jesus then sweet i will tell you guys that there are two christians that we all know and love uh and trust that are flat earthers i like, have to know nope. and i know them and i you don't have to know what? and they're, they're beautiful christians yeah they're just wrong about this secrets don't make friends i ain't no snitch would they I care? I mean, I think are they trying to them, hide their positions? No, I think one of them would care. So I, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna put either one of them out. Well, fine. Maybe I'm a third one. Maybe I think the Earth is flat. Guess you'll never know. Well, I, like like I tell them, as long as it's not a, you're not saying it's not a biblical position. Fine, you can go have at it, man. Like <laughs> the minute the minute you say it's because of the Bible, I take this position. Now, now I'm having problems. Well, but for them, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure flat, flat earthers think it's a biblical position that makes them think the earth is flat. I mean, their only saving grace was if they don't think it's necessary for like salvation or something. Is that what you mean? Like, I'm sure they don't think the earth is flat for, for reasons other than the Bible. Or, or like, you know, quote, science that backs up what the Bible totally lays out. No, I, you, you, I think you could have a scientific position and say, okay, the earth is flat based on all these things that are inconsistent and don't make sense, whatever. So, therefore, it's the earth is flat. It's just well, when I people say, some... see, according to this scripture here, that's um, blah, 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 a dream, um, the earth is flat, that's a no-no. Well, I have some oceanfront property I'd like to sell you in Arizona. There are many reasons in Islam you can make the point that uh, the flat is uh, the earth is flat. Well, yeah, because you can lie. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's in the Quran. 
it says uh, Allah created four pillars. So the earth, and then he stretched it out. So stretching it out is like it's straight. And there is other reasons, which I forgot right now, but there were a couple of them more. You can say that. And when Allah comes down at the fourth of the night to hear the prayers of the believers, I mean, uh, it has to be flat to come down at uh, once at fourth of the night. So because it's different night here from Australia, right? So it cannot be at the um, same places one time, one time, same place, whatever it's called. And the Bible says there's four corners to the earth. Circles don't have corners, therefore the, the earth is flat. <laughs> See, it was one of them, yeah. isn't it, guys? <laughs> yeah, that that's great reasoning there. Just read the rest. Oh, CEO, good lord. Loki is awful. I made it through the end of season one, and I'm like, okay, that got kind of interesting. I started season two. I cannot force myself. I told myself. you season two was the same thing. Okay, fine. Just skip to episode five then. Just skip, okay? No, skip I can't. I can't. Five. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I no, can't stand it. Like, Nate, like whenever. It can't be. No, Nate. Dude, this when, is, when, this when is the greatest <laughs> thing. Like, this is Nate. Episode. If five I was ever gonna, gonna block you, it would be over this. No, Nate. <laughs> you're getting Dude, I can't. Wrong. I can't handle it. Whenever they try to do like edgy time travel multiverse, they always set up their home in like 1950s because it's cheap and it's easy to find a bunch of old crap and be like, oh, look, we're in an alternate universe where everything looks like I Love Lucy set. I hate it. I can't. I can't, dude. I can't. I'd be on board with the Flat Earth before Loki. Ooh. Nate, you got some explaining to do. We should yeah, take them. They should take a ride on space. Why, hello? Do, do you think if they go on, hey, up man, on space? Did you, uh, did you happen to play my little audio clip from yesterday when I was trying to respond? I told you I ain't getting in the middle of no drama. You want to play it? Play it here. See what you get. <laughs> oh, I'm driving right now. I can't really play it. But somebody else has it. Microsoft. Anyone know what he's talking about? Oh, Lou does. Do you have anything holy to say first? Yesterday was a pretty good discussion. There was hey, a new uh, Christian. Chris. New, uh, no? Okay. Chris, uh, Forget the new Christians. Feed them the lions. Nothing matters. Chris, I'm a flat earther now, man. Oh, that's good. All right. Because yeah, Islam told him so. So this new Christian person was asking about like uh, you know because they're they're in a very non-Christian area so they were asking like some you know some uh, um, like Christian 101 because <laughs> uh, lots of other Christians were telling them all kinds of like you know very deep doctrines and stuff like that and they're like I don't know which way is up what do I even believe ah so right just stick to the basics that's it stick to the basics stick to salvation issues for now like it's the milk like don't try to eat steak before you can drink milk says Paul in a reverse way so like yeah that's that's what matters Dude, and oh, then you can Chris, find about other Chris, stuff later 
Chris is good at making hyperbolic arguments. Um, Chris, can you kind of back up my whole, since the Bible says that there's four corners and circles don't have corners, that the earth is therefore flat? Heck yeah, I can rock, I can rock that. Yeah, the earth is clearly flat. It's a firmament and it has a dome over it. And when the waters came over the dome, that's how we got the flood. Like, it, yeah, come on. What do you guys and, and so now can you counter that argument with um, the earth is not flat? Sure. Uh, the Bible also talks about the circle of the earth. And so... Circles 2D, you know, bro. Circles 2D. Yeah. No, it, I mean... It doesn't like, matter that know, the original word means sphere. That doesn't matter. Yeah. King James says 2D. I mean, you know, we could do that. I mean, I got screaming goats that'll back me up as well. No? No? So this new Christian did the did the Roman Catholic wolves like pounce on them and tear them to shreds yet or no? Stab a needle in my eye. La la yeah. la. That's how this day is going. I was wondering. That's what they do. They go after the wounded gazelle. All right, Catholics versus Calvinists, which is too close. Actually, to actually, they're they're pastors who come. <laughs> Only the students like you, they go to. They they convert outside Catholicism, but the pastors and ministers they they come to the Catholic Church after they find out. Oh no, we've been lied by Calvinism. Wow. Oh, you mean how you guys lie to people to get them into Catholicism because it's really cool? Well, that 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 they're free to search it. That they're literally right. They're... As long as they use your resources, they're free to search it. But the minute they go outside that, that they're evil. Like Scott Honey is a teacher. Of church history, dude. That half, awesome. Half of them, or maybe more, they're they're teachers. They become teachers. They go to to teach, man, in in Catholic schools, universities. Hey, so how many how many people? Have man, you're 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 so behind. You know, stop believing in flat earth. Have there been more aborted children or more victims of Roman Catholics? Well, check check, check 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 how many check how many free hospitals we have and how many anti-abortion uh, oh, clinics. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh -huh. check them out. You know, who well, I mean, you got a lot more to make up for, man. You, you killed a lot of Hussites and a lot of Waldensians. So, yeah, uh, according to you, we, we killed everyone, but they're still alive. Well, according I mean, to yeah, you, uh, you've collaborated. Yeah, with the, the Nazis. Catholic Church killed everyone, yeah. but yeah, the Calvinism yeah. survived. The everyone. Catholic Church is super good at murder. If you had alive to say, what they... is your core competency? Wow. <laughs> they expedited their trip to heaven. But you know, even a two-year-old would laugh yeah. and say, Chris, <laughs> you're lying. Li you're lying right now. I don't know I'm why you're lying. lying your your Calvin killed and murdered when people times. confronted. Your Calvin killed and murdered when people confronted him. He was worse oh, than God, Muhammad. Sure. You know, your Calvin yeah. was more than Muhammad. More you know, worse. you know, you're you're just so knowledgeable yeah. about things. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you 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 pick on Catholic Church with Jesus instituted, and then and no, then you, you go and support Calvin. The Catholic Church, the Catholic oh Church yes, he did. Read read your creed, man. Don't stay ignorant. You read your creed Satan. and meditate That's on it. Satan, meditate man. on He's it. your best buddy. Meditate on it. On the creed, what were you going to say, CEO? Uh, I was just going to ask Nate, or, do we know any Catholic Calvinists? Is that a thing at all? Nah. No, not really. Nah. They, 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 like to, uh, they like to adopt uh, um, uh, St. Uh, Augustine 
saying Saint Augustine taught pre, yeah, pre, many, super predestination. Well, let, let, let me let me finish, bro. Let me finish. Why? So they say Saint Augustine. So you no, you are you're you becoming very rude. You now. know how you know how Albanian so is they say, his lips Nate, are moving. Nate. Yeah. Yes, Albanian. So, um, yeah, they, they want to uh, adopt uh, St. Augustine to say uh, he taught super predestination and election. Super predestination? Is that like predestination well, is a superpower? Well, if, if, if you like... If you lie for Augustine, I'm 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 gonna lie for your doctrine as well. So I'm gonna say super predestination now, because it's double already. So you're gonna go super one one wait, scale. Wait, wait, oh wait, did I walk back onto the goat farm? Oh no! <laughs> you 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 keep lying about the Catholic Church, and I, 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 there's nothing to stop me I'm for lying lies. about your church. You're, you're wait, lying. so two lies make a right? No, I was just well, kidding there, super. Form, yes. I, I know he's double double predestination, you know. I, I just isn't this, this where isn't this where one of you should like, you know, be doing good to those who curse you and you know, like praying for your enemies and all, all that stuff? Does does anyone know? Did, that, one of did you? I curse the line? Did I curse <laughs> the yeah, line? I'm, I'm praying for Taylor Swift right now. Yeah, he, he Calvin is they don't pray for another there is no point in praying in television. Taylor Swift has betrayed everyone in Buffalo. <laughs> oh, God. Good times, everybody. I'm laughing at Discord, Chris. If you didn't leave, you'd see it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know my terms. I'll come back to Discord. You know my terms. I don't really do terms. I know. That's why I haven't come back to the Discord. So we're in a Mexican <laughs> standoff. So that's just how it is. We're just going to be at a Mexican standoff. Oh, wait. I learned this from Big Bang Theory. Uh, Mexican standoff uh, is is where no one escapes un, unharmed, right? So, so I guess... Correct. Everybody shoots at each other till everybody's dead. So by you not coming back, I die? We both do, yeah, because you're you're struggling with all the heretics on your server. You need help. Like spiritually or emotionally? I mean, maybe maybe spiritually. People would say I've been emotionally dead a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. I have feelings. I mean, if you, if you just removed all the all the Roman Catholic goats, it'd be probably pretty good. Why? Why Roman Catholics are your scapegoat, man? Why every time you come, Nate, no, no, is there any, any room you open which he didn't mention Roman Catholic Church? Is there? Is there any time gotta, at all when he never mentioned it? Dude. I know that. I know that. So Roman there is no, there is no, the there is no preaching. You should pick for, up Leviticus and read There is no love is. from you. There is no preaching from you. What, you, 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 you just want to mock Roman Catholic Church out of your misconception. To be fair, he mocks I everyone. No, 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 no. Do sheep and goats have the same? Do sheep and goats have the same? No, because if you heard yesterday when I was at the goat farm, they screamed. That was a scream. Well, well, if they scream, their normal goat sound isn't like a psychotic scream. Like their normal goat sound is like, bah, bah, right? Or something like that. Wait, can you do that a couple more times? <laughs> You're driving. You can't record this. 
know. Yeah, Nate, Let's, Nate, Nate have, you, have you noticed Calvin looks like a, a goat with a, you know, a little bird, a beard and, uh, you know. Why are you hitting on guys with beards now? That's too close to home. No, right? but no, but he, yeah. he looks like a goat, really. He's like a thousand years old and had a... Listen, my icon? That's why he likes goats, because Calvin is like a goat. Are you insulting the fourth grade finger painting that this is this icon of St. Nicholas that looks like Worf from Star Trek? Nobody said Eastern Orthodox were good at painting. They just said that they painted things. <laughs> And to be fair, I believe this is a mosaic. <laughs> so... No one likes my no one likes my lieutenant work. It's just so disappointing. I think I'm going to go with the. Uh, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to go. With the, I, uh, I express I express admiration for it, but I'm not going to bow down and worship your idol. I mean, you should venerate it at least. Oh, okay. You know, it's so different. Right? Oh, it's not no? Okay. It's just veneration. It's totally not worship. So veneration is totally not worship. Hey, Al Albanian, really? Al Albanian? That I mean, man, that's the hardest stuff to deal with, like Catholics over because I don't know. It's just like the G like, oh, Jesus, sure, he's great, and, and it's like it's like an easy conversation because you know whenever I whenever I say my beliefs about Jesus, you know, usually the Catholic will be like, okay, that's fine, and I'm like, oh, okay. But then it goes to like, you know, praying to the saints and like Mary, where I see it as worship. And that becomes like a bigger, a bigger thing to talk about than Jesus. And I don't know, man. I mean, if you want to, if you want to know like me and, and a lot of our issues with Catholicism, those are it. Like if you guys could make it a point to just like run from any Mary and Saint conversation, I think you get a lot less pushback. Unless she's a goddess of the universe. I know, but there, there are people who don't like the Trinity, Nate. And uh, there is people who don't like uh, many things in Christianity. So we should just give up little by little, right? We should just assume well, you are right. Things. One second. Can I, can I finish? So we should assume you are right and we are wrong, right? I mean, so we I'm should assume that. that. Sure. You came 50, you came, I, I mean, 1800 years later, and then you, 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 because even Martin Luther uh, and John Calvin didn't believe what you believe. Don't care about so, them? Uh, well, yeah, but, the, but, 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 but if you, but if you say you came 10 million years later, but what's the source material? Like, you're, you're, there's a word for this. Someone figure out the word for this. Um, uh, uh, but whenever, but, hey, what, can I finish? Can I finish? Okay, thanks, Laura. Um, so, someone figure out the word for the thing I'm trying to say. Whenever, you know, Jesus is a start, right? The New Testament, Acts, the first century, you know, church, Jesus, that's the start. So then someone says, well, became, because there's lots of, you know, 300 years later, there's like Nicaea, and then there's the saints, and there's tradition, there's, there's stuff in the 14s, the 11s, the 1500s, and all the way up. So it's a continuation, and they're acting like, see, um, we're the most current because we follow a line, and because you came after these people, your view is somehow more, more crazy or more far out there or less valuable but I'm saying no, no. It doesn't matter how many, how much later I came in the in the time on the timeline. <clears throat> shout out Loki, season one. It doesn't matter how long I came on the timeline. If my source material is the very first thing, then that predates whatever you're appealing to. So, 
I don't know what the word or the fallacy or whatever that is, but that's what I'm saying. So like, if I was trying to say, well, yeah, and my 2,000 years after Jesus' understanding is this, and it was wildly different, that would be a time to make that case. But I'm like, hey, I'm 2,000 and something years after Jesus, but my material is the very thing Jesus said. It's the very words of Jesus. It's the very New Testament, the first century church and doctrines, and that's it. Then that argument goes away because I'm not appealing to anything like two, three, four, or 500 years later. I'm appealing to the source. It's like a well, Windows reboot. Like whenever it blue screens, and it's like you need to restore to the last point in which the checkpoint worked. Um, and I'm and you're picking like you know five hundreds or three hundreds, and I'm picking like one. <laughs> I'm just no, saying, go, Nate, go back to the beginning Nate, and stay there. Nate, hey Nate, let's, check let's my PTR. You think with so, all the children the Catholics try to have, they figure out how uh, lactation works? Nate, uh, yeah, that's funny. Nate, the prayers are in the Bible. <laughs> We, we do not dismiss the <laughs> prayers. We totally don't worship Mary. Listen, listen, uh, Nate, uh, just forget what he makes up. Uh, the prayers, like James 5. I did not make up One second, mosaic. let me finish. Let me finish, bro. James 5, verse 16, it says, Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another, so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So if I ask Chris to pray for me and he's unrighteous, would, would his prayer be answered? I don't know. You well, don't even know what righteous means. Wait, let me finish. But, there's a, but, there's a, but okay, there's a very clear point of separation there. Like, you're being like, like how Michael says his charity hat plus five. This is like 5,000 to take that verse uh, because Job was a righteous man. So if we're trying to say that, you know, people can't like live a righteous life, even though they like occasionally sin, um, that would be discounting the Bible because Job was flesh and blood, but he was called a righteous man. So you can be natural living creatures who occasionally stumble in sin, but still be considered righteous because you have the righteousness of Jesus upon you and you are living a godly way, even though you sometimes stumble. Regardless, that has to be what that's talking about. But the extrapolation, that's the thing I don't, I don't get why people don't connect those dots unless you know, their teaching tells them they can't. Because to say the, the prayer, you know, confess our sins, and a righteous prayer availeth much, and then think, okay, people who have died, I'm going to pray to them. That's just a bridge too far. It's like, no, I'll go to someone who I know is like a God-fearing, you know, godly Christian believer and be like, hey, you know, can you guys pray? And hey, I'm having some issues with this thing. Can you pray for me? Like, I just don't get how you see it any other way and jump to, hey, righteous people equals dead equals saints equals, you know, I know Jesus is our mediator and we go straight to the throne of God with confidence, like the Bible says. But forget all that. We're going to pray to dead saints. That's just a bridge way too far. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a and their that's a so good too, because one okay. another. So that means dead people praying for dead people. Oh wait, okay. no, it means live people praying for live people. It's one. Yeah, very, very, very funny. Well, Albania, what were you going to say, Chris? You're can on I, time out for your PCR, please, because he always interrupt me. So we we do not consider the Christians. They do not consider people are dead. When we die in Christ, we're more more alive. You know what I right mean. Now. You know what I mean. No, 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 no. I know what you mean, but dead. I'm just saying. The like way I'm about to be it, right now. The yeah. way we see it's it. The Pope, they, Pope, the Pope, Pope. Can I speak, man? Come on, bro. So I the way we see it, they are more alive than us. Sense. They can hear us. 
and they can they can pray pray to by God. By what supernatural so power go, can they hear us? Go what, ahead, show me the scripture. By what Chris, supernatural Chris, power? What's wrong with you? Are you are you are you eating fajr? Are you eating fajr like Muhammad? What are you doing today? Are you? Yeah. Are you a child molester? I'm talking. Like every time I speak, do you want to speak, bro? Just speak and go on, and then finish. Let's try to do this in some kind of order because it is entertaining, but not when everyone's talking over each other. Yeah, so do you like my PTR? It's fantastic. There's tons of Catholic art like this. It's great. Because they totally don't worship Mary or her bodily fluids or something. Okay, can I answer that? Can I answer? And then so you when, God, yeah. when, Go when, God, when God told Israelites to look at the serpent, um, is God doing idolatry or something? like? What, what is God doing there? Telling them to look at the serpent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's use this argument that's beat to death. Yeah. He made the serpent. You know what also happened is Hezekiah. Is that, is that all you got? They is found that all you the got? serpent. And you know what is God told you got? to do? You know so what God told got? Hezekiah well, to do when like they he's found explaining the serpent? It. Is like, you know, they, he told, God told Hezekiah to destroy the serpent because people were beginning to worship it as an idol. So this idea that you can create icons or all these other stuff is just dumb. It's just that's unbiblical and dumb. And the Council that of Carrera was, was the second was the second Council of Nicaea actually, instead of the third one that the murderous Empress declared. Um, you know, the second the actual second Council of Nicaea was iconoclastic. And that so was you know, you should, years. That just, was... you should probably just read some more history. Okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know, no, no, I know, but I'm not blind like you. So 400 years later, when people started taking the 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 serpent for for a god, yes, but beforehand God used it. Oh as a, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I mean, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> Nate, can you block him, please? So well, I want to block everyone. First of all, for for 300, 400 years, people were God let Was them use years? it. Do you god have any idea? Them, God let them do. use it. God let them use God it. God let them use it to do what? Years, he didn't let them use it. It was lost. Until Don't they started taking him as a taking it as a god. I know it's Man, against you, your religion. You, 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 okay, you, let's see what Edo has to say. Edo, you've been waiting patiently. What's up, Edo? God bless you, Nate. God bless you, everybody. Brother Albania, what's up, brother? God bless you, man. Long time since. Hi. What do you uh, have to say that's totally not going to start a controversy? I want to continue. Oh, yeah. Who's got the keys to man? the kingdom? Do all the patriarchs like, have the uh, keys to the kingdom or just the Roman pontiff? Well, like the, the snake, right? Um, the snake is actually a very, very interesting topic on uh, on icons because it was used like once for the, for the snake incident with all the poison. Then it was kept for many years with it having seemingly no use. And only when they worshipped it, which is obviously wrong, then it was destroyed. So, so when you bring up that it was worshipped and therefore it's wrong, we agree to that. But all the years that they had it, without so if that you worship Mary, she will be destroyed. Fine. Oh, sweet! What about this icon? Do you like this one? No one worships Mary, bro. Just forget it. Yeah, oh, if, yeah if someone yeah, worships Mary, Mary that's totally wrong. Obviously, that's Mary. wrong. What's wrong? This I, icon? Guys, there's just there's just never there's just never gonna be a resolution to this. Like that's like if I you know if you tell me you worship Jesus and I find all kinds of like hell Satan stuff in your house, I'm like, wait, he said he worshiped Jesus. It's like, yeah, I totally do. I totally worship Jesus. Why are you sacrificing goats to the Dark Lord? Oh, don't worry about that. Jesus is cool. 
So, I mean, it's like, you know, when you, your actions speak louder than words. So when you say, you know, you don't worship Mary, you just venerate her. But then there are like, you know, giant images of like, like statues, like 60 foot statues of like Mary, like holding like a six inch figure of a baby Jesus. And you have like churches named like Mary, queen of the universe church. And I mean, it is just like, okay, man, I, I see they say they don't worship Mary, but this is sus. As the kids would say, I, you know, Nate, you know how you talk about sometimes like you like this room to be like a milk factory where you could like spray milk like a super soaker at people. I think we could totally do that from inside of a statue of Mary. No. No. Oh, boy. Wow. I mean, we could. You'd have like two two nozzles. Oh, 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 does, does medieval, does medieval idolatry make everyone uncomfortable? Oh, no. Yeah, medieval idolatry makes everybody uncomfortable, but we don't do medieval idolatries. Sure you do. John of Damascus was a raging heretic, and he was declared so by the Council of Herrera. And then when the Empress Theodosius came to the throne and she loved her icons, she just murdered everybody that disagreed with her and made the second council of Nicaea or the third council of Nicaea into the second council of Nicaea and memory hold the, the second one. So, hey, you know, interesting, interesting, que great. interesting question from chat to the Catholics or I guess anyone, how many pictures of Mary do you have in your house and how many pictures of Jesus do you have in your house? I got more. Don't lie. Don't lie. Mary is listening. I got more. <laughs> That's good. I got more pictures of uh, Jesus than Mary. But how I many of Jesus of and how many of Mary? Let me let me go and let me, let me count for a second. That'd be great. Hey, how about hey, you, Obanian? You know how many pictures of Jesus and Mary I have? I have zero. The same, the same amount of me. I don't believe in violating the commandments. And I mean, I think it would be fine if I had a picture of Jesus. I, I just don't. Um, not Joseph Smith Jesus, but you know. More, more accurate Jesus, but what about white I, I, Jesus? I just don't have. Would you have a with blonde, Jesus yeah, with blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. Well, I, ha I have none of that. Knocking at your door, <clears throat> knocking at the door of your heart. Okay, well, got, real question today: well, got, Do either got, of you I have got, a? Got, do either of you have a secret room with any human skulls in it? Not yet, bro. But when I collect yours, I will. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> that was aggressive. No, I got a. I got seven. I got seven of Jesus, and I got six of Mary. Ooh, okay. Oh, How about you, Obanian? Are you going to play this game? Can I ship you two more Marys? Wait, did you just yeah, have to throw ahead, out a couple ahead. pictures of Mary? Yeah, send me, bro. I would love it. I, I said, did you just have to throw out a couple pictures so so Jesus could be more than Mary? Oh, that's not how it works. Jesus is more than Mary. More, Even though you have 100 more pictures of Mary. You should know that. You should know that, right? Know what? You should know that the pictures in your home doesn't equate to who you think are most important in your, in your life. I don't think anyone lives that life. Oh, sure. Otherwise, my dog is the most important thing in my life. I'm, I'm just kidding. I think I have more of my kids than that. I think I'm the one yeah. who has the least... Um, uh, people in my house have the least amount of pictures of me. So, sad fan. Yeah, and just the love. So, so there's no problem <laughs> with it, you know? But they also don't worship me. Yeah, I mean, we you know, don't kind of nicely dead, but. <laughs> <laughs> we don't worship me. <laughs> okay.
Was was Mary a sinner? Of course not, heretic. Oh, I'm sorry. Even though she said in Luke 147 she was. So we either believe Mary or we believe what the Catholic Church says. Uh, what's Luke 141? I don't know that off the top of my head. Luke 147, I rejoice in my Lord, God, and Savior. Yeah, we're going to get some Pope code next. So I do, I do want to ask Albania, do you think Jesus wanted us to venerate Mary? If so, why? No, I do respect the one commandment that she, that she left, though, in the Gospel of John, chapter 2. Whatever he says, you do it. Hey, uh, Chris, when it comes to compatibilism, how do you think that works out in reality? When it comes to compatibilism about what? When it comes to compatibilism, how do you think that works out? Like, do you think that God, he decides everything we do? So God has a decree and compatibilism is simply that our real, true free will matches the sovereign decree of God. It's compatible with the sovereign decree of God. Because I'm not sure how else you can do it. Because, like, and, if you're, you know, I mean, I guess you could try to do synchronic contingency, which is just liberal who, Roman Catholic libertarian free will. And who who decided that um, that all wills should match with God's will? God. Okay, so God decided everything. So compatibilism is just an illusion. Correct. No, yeah, compatibilism is absolutely true. Um, in fact, we see it throughout the scripture, and to say it's an illusion is just silly and not understanding the, the underlying philosophical foundations. And so if we want to discuss those, I don't think, I think Nate would probably kill himself before he did that. But the other, the only other solution is going to be libertarian free will, and libertarian free will is simply not something that's going to be able to be described in a theistic system. You're going to have to have an atheistic system in order to have libertarian free will. Because if, I mean, because if, God, is, if God is beholden to creatures, then for libertarian free will, then he's no longer the necessary being. He's a contingent being. It's just it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's just dumb. It's just an interesting thing that you know we our will can uh, aligns with God in everything we do, but our will is still defined by God. So our will is just directly one hundred percent God's will, no matter what. So being so, it is. It's God's it's God's will that is compatible with God's will because we only do God's will in compatibility. Well, again, no, that's a misunderstanding of compatibilism because there are aspects of God's will. So God has a prescriptive will; He has a uh, a decretive will, uh, and He has you know a well. It's not they're not different wills, but they're just aspects of the same will. So the will of God is nuanced, and when you try to flatten it all out then you're going to get problems and contradictions. What we don't do is we take things that are written in the scripture and then flatten them out in order to win some type of rhetorical point. And so when we flatten out the scripture, then that's when we're going to run into problems. I, th I think you are ignoring the point. The point is that even if God, he has a prescriptive will, that that's not even in the thought of it. The thought of it is that everything we do, whether it's prescriptive or not, God decided we should do it. 
incompatibilism, and that's why it's compatible. Okay, so, so are you claiming that compatibilism is is absolute um, robotic? It's absolutely robotic. Um, let me say it in my words. I claim. Is that your claim? Uh, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll state my claim. Thanks. That compatibilism is an illusion because. Or the compatible part of compatibility, like our part in compatibilism is an illusion because we only do what God wills in compatibilism. So it's not that we are we are we're doing things like God wants. We're we're just, I mean, it's not that we're we're doing things and it is what um, uh, it's not like we are doing things in reality. It's just God doing things through us. Well, what do you what do you mean by illusion? What does illusion mean? Philosophical point. point. It seems like compat when when the, the doctrine of compatibilism is trying to say that we also have a will. We also have, we can do certain things. And what we do is actually just what God wants. The thing is, we don't do anything in compatibilism that is by our own will. We just do what God wants. But you didn't answer so my the, question. What is an I'm illusion? My claim. Oh, can an I, illusion is something let, let, that isn't true. Yeah, smoke and mirrors. Like it's not it's not worship, it's veneration, smoke and mirrors. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> Chris, okay, so compatibilism. I've said this a lot, and you haven't called me a heretic yet, and sometimes you've been congratulated me. So is compatibilism, again, um, it is. Uh, God totally dominates, right? Like as Ido, Ido is saying, it's totally an illusion. It's mythical. You don't have any will of your own. But if you did have a will of your own, and God's like, I command you to act independently of me then you would basically do all the stuff God is telling you to do anyways. Yep. There you go, Ido. So it's, it, it's, when you say illusion, I say like philosophical point. Um, but yeah, so, so they, they believe in compatibilism. God totally dominates every movement of man. But if he didn't, um, something that they believe we'll never know. But if he didn't do that, they would end up doing the same exact thing anyway. Right, okay. and most so Roman Catholic It's not a real doctrine in reality. Like, it's not, it's, it's more like a, a theory, what do you call it? Uh, a concept of the mind, but not a reality. Philosophical point? Of course, it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah, like everything we, it, it, you're getting down to epistemology. What is, what is the mind? What is our, what is our, you know, what is our ability to perceive things? You know, I mean, like, that's, that's what we're getting down to at that point. And I think they brains out if we get deeper into epistemology. Yep. But compatibilism just, just, just simply means that you have you have a certain nature. You will do according to whatever your nature is. It doesn't matter on the other end how God's decree of will is working. The mystery is that we have a free will that is according to our own nature. That's all it is. If you want to get into the deep weeds of is life in illusion or is free choice in illusion that's a separate and different discussion than that of compatibilism because then you're going to have to say well is any human free choice in any system not just compatibilism but also in synchronic contingency libertarian free will whatever you want to say is any of it true or real you know i mean that that's the discussion you're getting into there it's not a kill shot for compatibilism it's a kill shot for epistemology I think it's, it's a case of, um, I think it's it's because it's avoiding the idea that Calvinists also hold. What you did is you avoided the idea that God he determines every single thing that happens. Every cell that moves is determined by God. 
in this world. So even the thoughts we have are determined by God and everything else. So by saying that our will simply just does what our um, what our nature does is not fully. Uh, it's a compromise because the Calvinistic idea is that everything we do, me speaking and stammering and thinking wrongly, is by God's decree, and He wanted it to happen. So right. to say that I'm just doing things. So to say side, that my what, hold on, hold on, let me speak, let me speak, let me speak, let me speak. So to say that my that I'm simply doing free will things compared to my, uh, from my nature that somehow is compatible with, with God's design, that's not true. The truth is that God decided everything, even my will, even what I want to do and what did I decide I don't, I, that I don't want to do anymore. All of the processes but are how, defined by God. How do you God know who you are? How in, do you know what truth is? How do you know the world exists? How do you know any of that stuff? How do you, like, it gets, again, it gets down to epistemology. There's not a single system that you're going to be able to show me Roman Catholic, Eastern Orthodox, you know, compatibilist. There's not a single philosophical system you're going to be able to show me that is going to be able to escape the. the Edo is not uh, Eastern, by the way. Yeah, I think I think by, by your presupposition you can take that position, but you're presupposing a lot of things. For example, that we don't well, have in, that, that we don't have that we that we are not able to respond to God. Uh, but that's not, that's and, not and say no, we believe that we and say no. To God. So that's a presupposition you have. Your position is you but can wait, only respond whoa, whoa, whoa. to God and say yes. How is that a presupposition? I have. I just told you it wasn't. So I believe that you can respond to God. Of course you can. And say no. So you're and you're telling no. me my own presuppositions because you don't understand my position. Like, uh, how, how does many, it feel? How, how now read? does it feel? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like, have you have you read Love, Freedom, and Evil, Ido? I think I gave you the book. Did you what read book? it? What book? Lo what Love, book? Freedom, and Evil. No, what I do you do with that book? I don't think you've shared that. What do you do with books? You must do something with books. What do you do with books? You must read books. Yeah, so so this particular book is really, really good. It explains these issues. Um, and I think that if you – it's only 150 pages – you could finish it in a weekend, and I think we could have a much better discussion about this particular subtopic. I think it's, 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 uh, it, it destroys Christianity. Even if you can do all your best philosophy, it destroys Christianity to say that a woman who got raped is God's decree. He wanted her to be raped. That, I think so that you can what, so what is the – wait a minute. What is the alternative to that? Is it that God is completely out of control and he doesn't control anything? And so everything that's bad in the world – is completely out of God's control. That's a very weak God. Does that not destroy Christianity? I don't think. I don't think. So God can't stop rape. So, like, if a rape occurs, uh, God, God he can, can't God, he stop can, it. You, you're mentioning God is weak. No one would accept that. So, you So, what you said that I alternative, no one would accept it because you said God. I do. You're no, mentioning God is weak. I said you just no, said God. He, no, God, he respects free will. God, he wants the, us to do what we want. And, and God, He wants right. to interact with us, and so we have a will to do what we want. God, He can stop anything God He wants, but He does not but determine okay, that women should so be raped. That's does wrong. So does that make God evil because He doesn't stop free will actions? Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. It, say. it definitely makes God. Albania, one one second. It definitely makes God evil if you believe that He determines women to be raped and it glorifies God that women are getting raped even right now. That's very no, that, sad. That's again. That's again not the. That's not that is not the position. Again, what you need to do is you need to. Okay, read, what's the position? 
What's the position? The, Why are women giving rights in television? The, the position is, is that there decree is or not? a there is a decree, got decree will, right? there is a prescriptive will. God's decree is not necessarily God's desire. And so when we talk about what desires are and we talk about what decrees are, it, it gets into some nuance. And if you want to straw man the position, you can, but you have to realize that you're just burning down a straw man. And so I think the, you're just pumping so and you don't and you want to avoid the topic because you know no, for a fact that if God he decrees women to get raped out of his by no reason of her oh own fault, then that's God being evil. And that's so your God. I, I could stop the rape of my ears right now, and that would be my decree, but I'm not actually doing it. So I'm allowing things to happen that I really don't want to happen. Yet here I am allowing it anyways. Mike but that's not the. Is, yeah. is that Calvinism? I mean, that's but, not Calvinism. But I know, again, if you want to have a Calvinism. good discussion about this, that's, you can come Nate, into you took our position. If you want to I'll come into the room, Nate, took, later Nate, today, Nate took our position. If you want the Calvinist to come position into the room is very simple on this. Today, we can talk about these things Nate's as we Calvinist. have in the past. But the only time that you're bellicose about these things is when you you've got some wounded gazelles around. And so, like, what I would say is, gazelles? like, let's. Let's have a discussion about this. We can, and I'll give you the book, and then you can go ahead and, and read that, and we can have a much better discussion about these things instead of destroying. It's better if you give me the citation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Steph, I have, a, I, have another, I have another audio clip coming where I'm going to hit everything on your bingo board in 30 seconds, but I haven't had time to make it. No, I already I got it. You don't have to. Have you heard the goat one? Have you heard the screaming goats? Oh, I don't think she's heard the screaming ghost. Well, I, I just think, like, Sister Cherry, she makes good points on this. Like, Sister Cherry, she does a room some Calvinism as well. And, and like, everybody knows. And, and I think she does very good points, Sister Cherry. Yeah. Too late, Ido. Your cheating is coming too late. I got it. <laughs> come on. Come on, Steph. Come on, man. You, yeah, the compatibilism one was slick, but I got it. That, that took an hour. That took way longer than I thought it was going to take to get, though. I was like almost there. Man. What's that Bible verse about? Let us come together and sing Christian or or sing sing like hymns to our Lord or something like that. There's a Bible verse like that, right? No, no one cares. Okay, let's move on. Why so quiet? I don't know. Everyone is marveling at my win. I'm a little annoyed because I was working so hard for it. But uh, yeah, okay. I'll get it next time. <laughs> I forgot I'm what I was going to say before. I want to make one of these bingo cards for my HOA and the people that like go on Facebook and just like, you know, cry false stuff all the time. But really, I wanted to ask Chris what book is he reading, but he's gone, isn't he? He's there. Is it? Okay. So, because I, I heard I the new some audio today, of something. 
new, I heard new new word today. What did he say, Ido? Um, when you are in a room with someone, I, I cannot find those words in dictionary. Where, where does he get all of those words um, attacking people and speaking down to people? What words are we talking? That about? must be a that must be a book, big book here. I think he just has a thesaurus of insults. You know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. See, I I don't know English. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sister. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got you. Every day. Every day, new words. So that's about 50 minutes of our lives? It was worth it. So yeah. I'm going to make a new one of these, and there will be a cash prize. Join the Discord, and uh, we're, we'll, we'll do it the morning of, so there can't be any cheating. And uh, we can win $25 from from this the test run went really well yeah nate uh if you want to talk about the prayers or icons while you were quiet we can talk bro you know you don't we don't need to wait till oh, chris comes I back and you i don't want to talk then, about that you don't know what oh, to talk yeah. now that Although, I mean, I've here. been here, I just keep getting Look, muted look, he stopped manifesting now. Hello, stop manifesting. Words. Stop, go, go to No the one is muting you, you weirdo. Uh, you did mute me. Thank you. No, I've been playing bingo the entire time. I did not mute you, I swear. If I did, uh, I would own up to it. Did you hear the, did you hear the screaming? I certainly yet? didn't. Yeah, no one muted Chris. Did you, did you hear the screaming goats yet, though? Uh, no. Dang it. Uh, it's pretty good. You're going to like it. Nate, you got to play the Screaming Goats now. I'm not walking to my computer. I'm playing Fortnite. Get one of your other acolytes to do it. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. I, I mean, it was in relation to the Bills losing, so, I mean, I, I did laugh a little. Yeah. I know the Kansas City Chiefs suck, and you hate Taylor Swift. Anyway, are we all done venerating? Uh... Can we have normal conversations now? Oh, did he say venerate? Oh, you got it, bro. Finally. Good job. Yeah. So, yeah, Nate. Oh, yeah, that's Yo, who said yeah. Nate? Someone said Nate. Who said Nate? N Nate, how, how can I ask, how are you supposed to worship Jesus? The way he says. How? In the Bible, yeah, I know. Amen. Well, you go to this like how, like how, like how, how do you like, like how, hang, hang on, like how do you worship Jesus? Like that, I'm, I'm trying to think, think through like a checklist. But I mean, the things he says is things like you know, believe mm -hmm. in him, repent, and believe the gospel. Uh, you must be born again. Uh, he is the mediator between God. That, no one comes to the Father worship. except through him. That's, that's I'm 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 thinking out loud. I don't think I've ever actually got that question. I'm trying to think. I, I'm th I'm trying to think of a checklist. So I'm I'm trying to parse through all the stuff Jesus actually says. Because if you said, "How does Jesus say to worship Him?" So I'm trying to think of the words Jesus actually says, not words that other people or tradition says uh, how to worship Jesus. But I'm trying to think of what the guy himself actually says and build a checklist on the fly for you. So, I mean, that, that may take just a few seconds. 
Albanian, how do you worship the Father? Because Jesus says, worship him the same way you worship the Father. We worship the Father through Jesus. He who has the Son has the Father. He who doesn't have the Son doesn't have the Father either. Do you know which book of the Bible that comes out of? Tobit, right? I, I really rather not talk to you right now, Chris, because literally I showed you I showed you the other day, you made me show you the historical book on my PTR, and, and, but now you come in lying into people and saying, Albania never read the uh, history, did Albania you ever read the history book? I literally showed you, I literally showed you 300 pages, a big book, which I read about, about the history of the popes. So I don't know what more you want from me. I don't know. The, I don't know what satisfies you, the, Chris. Chris, does anything what satisfies you? The Council of Constance, and there's three popes, and they chose a fourth pope. Yes, it, it says that, like, and there are tons of. Did Chris, it mention Chris, how they murdered Chris, Jan Hus? Chris, hello, hello. There are tons of anti-popes as well. I read that as well. That's why I'm not surprised when you say that, like, oh, Chris, really? Oh, I'm going to convert now to your to your Calvin. Oh, sorry. I didn't know that, Chris. Wow. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, you really, can't just Chris? convert. You have to actually be regenerated by the Holy Spirit, and he wants nothing. No, to no. Uh, well, no, I, I'm, I'm waiting because I'm supposed to wait like Calvinists. I'm waiting for God to regenerate me because okay. I cannot do it. I'm totally depraved. So I have a quick answer between all this screeching that's worse than any screaming goat. So, Matthew uh, 28, 9 and 10, And behold, Jesus met them and said greetings. And they came and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Um, and then Jesus says to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers uh, to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. So if they, they grabbed his feet and are, quote, worshipping him, I imagine the picture is, you know, they're bowing down, being like, you know, in such a way of reverence and respect. Also, Jesus says in John 8, 31, you know, to the people who believe in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. So, I mean, if Jesus is going to say, hey, you're truly my disciples and remain faithful to my teachings, I'm going to take that. So you've got bowing down in reverence and humbling yourselves and remaining faithful to his teachings. Are you going to say something about the Eucharist? You're going to say the Eucharist, right? Of course. Well, he does say this, you know, as often as you do this. He says as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. I know yeah, exactly. he, I know you're going to say, he says, unless you drink my blood and eat my flesh, you have no part with me. Can but, I speak for myself? Again, that, can I finish speaking for myself? You asked the question, yeah, okay. bro. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're speaking they, for me. They, I'll speak for me. So then, okay. when Jesus says, you know, unless you eat my flesh, you drink my blood, and then some people, totally not you, will conflate that into that is the wine and the bread turning into uh, transubstating itself in front of you to body and blood, that's an extrapolation. For all we know, Jesus says, unless you drink my blood and eat my flesh, you can't have a part with me, but as, as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me. So we eat just a plain old cracker and plain old wine or grape juice as often as we take the Lord's Supper. Yeah, and, then, and, and, and then, oh, hold on, and then for all we know, if, if Jesus was literal, he can literally you know, have true believers, his disciples, eat his 
it, drink his blood and eat his flesh anytime he wants. It could happen while they're dreaming, while they're sleeping. Maybe as soon as they die, he meets them on the other side of eternity and says, hey, here's a hangnail. I need you to eat this, and here's a drop of my blood. Go ahead so you can get into heaven. I mean, there's so many ways you could fathom that without having to leap to transubstantiation and think when Jesus says that, it's literally turning into body and blood every single time. And the last thing I'll say is, if that was true, how many wafers do you have to eat before you've eaten an entire Jesus? And then what? Are you done? Do you not have to take the Eucharist anymore because you've eaten a whole Jesus? A hangnail. Uh, that question just shows you. Well, can I? Can I? Can I I'm, I'm waiting to respond. Can I respond, please? Oh, I guess. Okay. So, even pagans know better than many Christians these days. They know. Uh, uh, um, Worship requires a sacrifice. Jesus in John 6, he cannot tell you enough. Eat my flesh and drink my blood. Eat my flesh. Not crackers, not grape juice, not milk. And, and saying this is symbolic for Jesus' blood. No. is the way he done it. He made the first miracle turn water to, to, to wine. He told you to drink his blood. Unless you do this, you don't have life in you. When you do this, you have a life in you, and I, I raise you up in the last day, and so on and so on. You, you know very well John 6. I don't know why people dismiss it. Then at the end, he put the lid. At the end, he says, this is how you worship me, right? You offer the, his body and his blood in the Eucharist for our sins, for remission of our sins. Every time you do this, you do this for remission of the sins. So oh, talk about blasphemy. Biblical. Sorry? When you say, no, talk about blasphemy. No, you don't have to take the Eucharist to be forgiven of your sins. Like your first Pope Peter says in Acts 10.43, all you got to do is believe. You just said that. it. You just said you Listen have to, to eat me. his body and drink his blood for forgiveness Please of sins. Okay, yeah, that, that's a good point. You, you remember me something else. First, he says, like St. Paul and others, uh, discern yourself if you have any sin in you and go and confess your sins and then come back to the altar and offer your offering. So yes, confessing your sins, your your the venial sins we believe are forgiven in, oh, in, in, in the Eucharist. No, he did not. <laughs> no, no, no. He, no, no, no. Okay, no. no okay, no. Okay, we're, we're done with like now. You're becoming oh, like... Because you are in... I, I am incensed with your like... I don't even know what to call it. You... Oh my... Oh my goodness. Chris, I think I'm going to join your crusade against the Catholic Church. This is madness. No, he does not say, if you have sins, go uh, eat the body and drink the blood for forgiveness, then come back and offer your offering. He's talking about if you have a problem with your brother, leave your offering, go make things right with your brother, then come back and offer your offering. Ah! Does he say that you really need to be like cannibals? Chris, get the torches, man. Let's, let's go invade Rome. Let's go. I can't. I can't. I was going to ask him a question on that John 6 because he... You'll have he, to ask in chat. <laughs> or you can ask or he can answer in chat. I, I'm done with the Catholic stuff. Oh, did he get moved down? Yeah, I, I can't handle that anymore. That That is a bridge too far. But you can ask. Maybe he'll answer in chat. Yeah, because John chapter 6, he's, Jesus is saying that... Um, he says in verse, um, you could say 57, um, he says, 
as the Father, as the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. Uh, this is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. Um, and he says specifically on how the person is living forever is verse 63. He says, it is the spirit that quickens um, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So I don't think Jesus is, I, I guess, my question is, is he, are you understanding him eating the flesh and drinking the blood as literally eating flesh and drinking blood? Or are you understanding yeah. in the manner in which he's demonstrating that the teachings and his words that he's um, the message that he's giving the people is is what's giving life, not necessarily his flesh and his blood. No, it's the first one. And, and by the way, like, you know, the, who else was it? The other person in chat put like, you know, many of his disciples turned back because they said this is a hard saying. Like, I, I don't think near as many people have a problem with that as you think they do. Like, if Jesus is like, hey, you got to literally eat my flesh and drink my blood. I'll be like, well, the God of the universe said it, so I'm going to do it. So if, if that's not the issue, the issue is to conflate that with transubstantiation. It's biblically inaccurate. That's the issue because that's not what Jesus said. That's not what, or that's not what Jesus meant when he said that as evidenced just now by Harold. Um, so it's not like we're not disciples because it's a hard saying. It's not that hard. It's not that hard of a saying. I mean, if we were on a mountain stranded and only one of us could survive, I'd probably crack you open like a coconut and eat your flesh and drink your blood to survive. So it's not like I'm opposed to the concept of it. It's just he didn't say that. That's not what Man, that, that means. Got dark. That got dark like really quick. I, I mean, the point is, Chris, like you don't have a problem with flesh and blood, right? I mean, you know, you wouldn't that wouldn't be your go to, hopefully. Um, mm. But I mean, to, sur I to, like to survive, to survive, it's like, well, you know, he's going to go anyway. So, I mean, you know, who's going to survive? It's like. You know, you'd probably cannibalize someone if you had to. Nate, all I'm going to say is that if I had to roast a leg of something, my last choice would be a leg of Nate. <laughs> well, thank you. I guess. I'm honored. <laughs> there, there what do you guys say to the early church, who, uh, for example, Ignatius, in his letters to the Smyrnians, where he speaks of the Eucharist, and says that it is the body and blood, which suffered not who but which suffered for us and rose again which in, it identifies uh, not a person necessarily but the actual like uh, substance so, so i know i do know i do know that i did send you the 65 pages of the early church fathers that disagree with the idea of transubstantiation uh did you read those i guess not i cannot recall you sent that well, I'm pretty it's sure I did a, a couple time of times ago. to you. It's been a long time ago. So, yeah, so the, here's the thing. We have to let the church fathers be the church fathers. When they were writing apologetics, they were writing apologetics against Gnostics. And so they were emphasizing the physical aspects of the sacraments of baptism and the Eucharist in order to battle the idea that spirituality is simply uh, of the spirit and not of the body. 
so what happens is our our Catholic and Orthodox friends love to take these passages out of their context, massage them and mutilate them until they match some kind of weird um, eighth century doctrines put forth by heretics. I'm talking and, about Ignatius. Uh, Ignatius. No, no, no I know. Gone. What I'm saying is you, what you are doing is trying to take Ignatius and whip him and mutilate him into agreeing with a doctrine that he would have known nothing about historically. And so... This is what this is what our apostolic friends do is that they mutilate the early church into believe into saying that they believe things that they only dogmatically believed five and a half seconds ago, and so this is this is what they do. This is part of that cope, and so when we start citing the early church fathers, you have to start citing the entire letter and read the entire letter because always what happens is what Nate talks about with scripture is that you just read a couple of paragraphs more and that completely recontextualizes the idea that was just yanked out of context and mutilated in service of a doctrine that no one in the early church actually believed. Can, can now, can Ido or any of our Roman Catholic friends explain to me this difference between substance and accidents? Do you know the difference between we, substance and accidents? I know the difference, but can, can we test the theory? The accident is what we see. This is what things appear as. Substance is okay. what, it, what it actually is. Can we test the theory so can that you, you mentioned? Can you show me in the scripture where there is any idea of substance becoming something other than what its accidents identify it as? Can you show me anywhere in the scripture that that occurs? Um, can we test the theory that you mentioned earlier? I don't want to go away from the original topic. But for that question, well, yes. But that um, was the original topic, is you were claiming that this is the body and blood, is the church father. I asked specifically. That's not the original topic. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Listen to me. Chris, listen to me. Let me be clear. The original topic is Ignatius. I mentioned Ignatius and what you do with Ignatius when he mentions the Eucharist. Now, you said that. that um, People on my side, we will read our own ideas into it. And Correct. when you read a little further, then we will see what it actually means. And he's speaking about something else. And I would like to test your theory. So could you read? Uh, would you, would you, would you show me? I'm driving right the, now, so I can't okay. really do that. But if you, what but if, if you I read the text you, for you? But if you what if would, I would, no, no, no. Again, again, you're going to cherry pick the text, and you're going to read it okay. from a Catholic let, let, let Nate read it. I want Nate to read it. I want no, Nate no, no. to read it. From what source? From what source yeah. are you going to choose? From um, to from Bible Hub. From Bible Hub. Okay, so yeah, Bible Hub is going to have the Roman Catholic version of that, and so okay. and so. The, what do you the idea prefer? Is that if we're going to, so I would prefer uh, the actual translations as written um, in the twentieth century. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name who wrote a bunch of the church fathers, but it does, but again, it doesn't matter what somebody who was a hundred years after the apostles, it literally doesn't matter. So the argument has nothing to do with Ignatius. We can show Ignatius in multiple contexts that does not agree with this idea that this is the actual body and blood. Okay. It is simply saying that there is, that this is physical. That's all. That's the only claim that's being made by Ignatius because, again, he's writing against the Gnostics. 
And so for you to try to say, well, we're going to fight this battle on the church fathers. No, I'm telling you, you cannot find any substantiation for your doctrine in the scripture at all. You must appeal to early church fathers, take them out of context, mutilate their writings in order to make them agree with you. What I'm saying is do that with the scripture. Let's see from the scripture where it talks about the substance transforming into something that doesn't match the accidents. In fact, I want you to show me from scripture where the delineation between substance and accidents is. Can you do that? Can you even show me those categories in scripture? Because I don't think you can. Because you know what? We've asked Thomists this question tons of times, and none of them can show us any scripture that has a delineation of the categories of substance and accidents. They are simply medieval categories that are made up by Aristotelians. This has nothing to do with the scripture. So if you can show me, like, let's get real basic. If you can show me the difference between substance and accidents in the scripture, then that'll be a W for your camp that you haven't been able to show for 2,000 years. So that'd be great. For the record, no? I don't care what Ignatius has to say. Yeah. yeah and so okay. I, yeah, I, I don't care really what care Jesus about and it. the apostles That's have how to you say. come to a conclusion, right? Right. So, so again, that, I haven't answered the question. Right. Just because the early church believed X, Y, Z doesn't make it right or scriptural. It just makes it what the early church believed at a certain period of time, given a certain political context, given a certain theological context. It doesn't matter. What matters is the inerrant word of God. The church fathers, a lot of them didn't even have a complete canon. A lot of the church fathers didn't even, weren't even, after the fourth century, heck, most of the church fathers couldn't even read Hebrew. And a lot of the Western fathers couldn't read Greek either. And so you only had the Greek, the Easterners, that were able to even read the New Testament, and none of them could read the Old Testament. And Jerome had to translate the Old Testament into, into, um, Latin for the West, and then the, the Greek fathers were reading the Old Testament in the Septuagint. Because, again, they couldn't read Hebrew. So, I mean, like, all of these things, like, they come together for a perfect storm of one page, spiritual brilliance, and in another page, absolute and utter heresy. So, all of the church fathers were both orthodox and heretical in some way. None of them were perfect. <clears throat> All of them were foul. Oh, I mean, he asked questions that I want to at least give what I think on, but now he's just yapping on, so difficult. If you attack the body of Christ, you're attacking Christ. So we are under attack by you, Albanian? Steph, you're awfully quiet up there. You say Harold? Sure, by Steph, I meant Harold. What's up, Harold? Long time no see. Oh, my How bad. You been? No, I, I, I didn't hear you. I had oh. <laughs> How you doing? I'm all right, man. Just getting back on Clubhouse after being off here for a couple months. How are you finding it? Very peaceful, I'll tell you that much. But really? Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty peaceful until I jumped on last night and 
got into a room where people were talking about the typical topic of the Godhead and whatnot. And I'm just like, ugh. Pretty done talking about that. When, when Chris comes back, I would like him to uh, to give his insight on Ignatius on the text that is translated by a Presbyterian. I got it here, and I would like him to give his insight on it. Uh, Ignatius is the disciple of John, who is the disciple of Jesus Christ, our God. So thinking that John has nothing to say on this topic is interesting. Okay, Chris, you're back. So no, so no. You said thinking Ignatius. that John no because Ignatius has something to say is not the same as saying John ha thinking John has nothing to say. That oh just ah. I, okay, maybe I misspoke. I didn't intend to say that. I intend to say that to say that Ignatius doesn't have anything to say. I said he's the disciple of John. I didn't mean to conflate those two sentences. If I did, so why did he leave? I have I literally have this uh, translation by a Presbyterian. Which is his domination. Well, maybe you got a busy work call. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, pr probably he left. You know, probably. So, Mr. Bill, I thought I saw you unmute. Did you have anything to say? Yeah, were the church fathers inspired by the Holy Spirit? Because that's where Albania is going. The church fathers is final authority. So, which is your final authority? Albania? It's not necessarily that they are inspired by the Holy Spirit more than any pastor that you listen to or any well, theologian that you hold in high regard. Inspired by the Holy Spirit, yes or no? The, I answered already. The answer was no, and then a recent why I said no. Okay, no. Pay attention, so, please. What's your final authority? Because you're going to the church fathers. The final authority is God. And what he gave us is the Holy Scripture, and he gave us Holy Tradition. Both of them are called tradition in First oh, Thessalonians. So in the Catechism, and Second Thessalonians two fifteen. And the Catechism twenty sixty eight. Must you keep the Ten Commandments? I'm not a Catholic. What are you? I'm Orthodox. Oriental <laughs> Orthodox. I'm, I'm talking to Albany, not you. Oh, that's good. But why are you responding after I say something perfectly in line? Are you compatibilist or something? Yeah, that's compatibilism. See, that's how that works right there. Yeah, that. Yeah, if, it, that's a straw man. I know, but it was a joke. I I, I thought it was funny. I, I got a little humor, like when you said about if I got a skull, you know. Obviously, yours would be the price, and I would never sell it because it's beautiful. Like you look good, bald. That got a little weird. Hey, Aaron, what's up? I don't know how Chris Raw has his finger around me. That's a creepy visual. But, uh, I mean, you know, for the record, he's Calvinist. I am not. So, you know, there are plenty of things we disagree on. Um, we just disagree with you guys way more. <laughs> what's up, Aaron? How's it going? Hey, how you doing? Oh, better now. Amen. Amen. Awesome. How's life where you are? Doing well, doing well. Just, uh, yeah, we've just been praying this morning. Um, praying, got to pray for more things, right? More things. Sure, sure. Yep. 
I have a list, a running list of things to pray for. <laughs> so many things to pray for. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, um, have you heard of, you know how you said you've actually met the people in Worship Mob? Yeah. Do you do you ever go to any of their worship moments? Oh, no, wait, I, I haven't lived in Colorado in, gee, like eight years. Okay. Except I, I, I don't really, like, I, I don't really follow them too much anymore. Um, it seems like okay. there's been a really big change, like, I guess they they merged or did something by with Jesus Company. Um, Jesus Co. Jesus Co. I imagine Co. means company, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it seems like they've merged, and I really I've, I've listened to a couple things, and I really am just not not a fan. It, it's it's way too like gospely, like like you know that that certain type of like gospel music, and I I just I don't like that sound, so I haven't. I haven't really listened to it too much. But what were you going to say about it? <laughs> I, I know the per- people that started it and founded it, yeah. And I, I occasionally, like, I, I, I was actually, um, I got a notification, or not a notification. I saw them on Facebook because I think I still follow the group. Um, mm-hmm. So on Facebook the other day, they had a picture, and I saw some of the people I know um, in there. So I guess they're still a part of it. But it seems like it's been, like, largely co-opted by Jesus Co. Okay. Well, at least it's not Jesus culture, so. Um, I don't know much about them either. I, I think the only thing I know about them is like the one song, like your love never fails. I really like that song. Well, Jesus culture is founded by Bethel. Really? Yep. Huh? <laughs> so well, anyway, yeah. I guess that one makes good music. <laughs> I do like so, that song though. Yeah. I used to like a lot of things that I had to uh, <laughs> move away from. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know if I've ever sent you the videos. I sent, I think, I think I sent it to sister stuff of um, Bethel stuff. But you know what? We're connected on Facebook, right? I'm going to send you the list of videos about Bethel. Okay. Facebook and Messenger. What, what, yeah. What was your question about the worship mob thing? No, because I really like some some of their um, songs. Are uh, some of their covers are fantastic. Like like newer yeah. stuff or like old stuff back in the day? No, I'm going back to the older stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You are, I, I you are really... good. You are good. When there's nothing good in me, you know that song. There's nothing wrong with their that song. So that's yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I really like the older stuff, like in the in yeah. the beginning days. Like that, that's when I was around. I, I really liked yeah all their covers and like some of the originals like they did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then yeah, it got different. Yeah. <laughs> and I moved. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, there's um I do I do pray over every song that I that I'm gonna worship God now after, you know, being shocked by what I found out about <laughs> some of the worship. Yeah, kind of shocked me. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I, I stay away from that kind of stuff. Anyways, yeah, I really like some of their worship songs. That's why I was asking, because I, I really do like them. Yeah. Um are you in yeah, Florida I, or something? Because most people that like guns go to Florida or or Texas. So. <laughs> well, but you don't have to well, answer yes. that yeah well yes i am <laughs> yeah because usually somebody who likes yeah the the exodus into or the or i don't know if it's exodus or going into florida and in, in texas where people who are are pro-gun right usually go there so. well i mean it seems like a lot more people that weren't pro-gun are now given the state mm-hmm. of things 
So, yeah. I mean, you know, there's more guns than people in, in America. So U.S., I know that. They're not, they're not all in just these two states. <laughs> no, I know, but that's where people are moving towards. Like, they go to those two states, the ones that are pro-gun, yeah. Yeah, my prediction is all the people from their, their awful states now are going to move mm-hmm. to, to more conservative states where things are better. Um, and not enough mm-hmm. of them are going to change their attitudes. So they're going to keep voting the same way and supporting the same stuff they always had, which led to making their former state awful. And mm-hmm. they're going to not know why. And then it's going to become mm-hmm. like their former states. And to survive, um, the people who originally lived in these states um, or shared the original values of the state, they are going to have to go back and take over the hellhole states that these people left mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. just trade trade geography in which case mm-hmm. i would love that because i don't like florida i mean i don't like the florida heat and i don't like the sun um so if mm-hmm. i can ever go back you would and, hate brazil and, where i'm at <laughs> yeah so, so hot so if i can, can ever go back it. and and help reclaim the the um pacific northwest i would mm-hmm. love that so if like florida policies in the pacific northwest oh uh, that would be like as close as you can get to heaven on earth um <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, April, how's it going down there? Yeah, I, I like that. Like the, the misty mountains, like big redwood trees, the forests, like. Right. Gotcha. Michael. Hey, April. I, I met one of your, mm-hmm. one of your countrymen last night. Cause they're all coming to Florida too. <laughs> oh, wait, Canada, Canadians are coming to Florida too. Not this they're one. Everywhere. Not this one. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but, but first of all, Aaron, long time no, no talk. Uh, glad to hear you're doing well. Um, yeah, there is, there is not, and I've said, it's funny. I've said this before, but I'll reiterate it just because it's fun to say, um, there is no amount of money that I could be given that would make me become an American citizen. Um, the, 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 no, there is, there is no amount of money. There is no amount of money. If because Elon Musk was like, I'll give you a hundred billion dollars, just get your no. citizenship. You can even have no. dual citizenship. <laughs> no, no. And no, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why, because Nate, you said it, there are more guns than people. Um, like, and it's like, that's, that is so terrifying. Um, like there's a reason why the U S has had more gun shootings in a year than Canada's had since like 1930. Oh. Um, and, and it's just, it's just ridiculous. Like I, I don't like guns. Um, I have a police station about 150 yards from my house. That's close enough. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan and I never will be a fan. Um, I, I respect, and, and it's, and it's just different. Like we talked about this a million times. It is, it is bred. I think at this point it's bred into your DNA. I don't expect you to understand um, and, and I, for the, for the same reason, I can't understand this fascination with, with weapons that are made only to kill people. Well, it is just, I, it is patently absurd and ridiculous. I, I have a couple things. One, um, by fascination, um, the rest of us just see it as, yeah, we like guns, we like to shoot, we like to hunt. Yeah, so... Yeah, guns are cool. I have I have some. Um, so I don't know if you'd say like it's, you know, like a, a fascination where we have like, you know, shrines dedicated to them and all we talk about is guns. 
because um, that's at least not true for me. But have you really you don't thought have through a the shrine? citizenship? Oh wow, okay. Well, I, I, I'm not a real American. But <laughs> have you really thought through this, Michael? Because when you say citizen, you could have citizenship and your buku bucks and just live abroad. Mm. No, no, I, I see. I don't look at it I, like. Well, yes, technically you could be correct, but I, I take it as a, I take it as a point of pride to be Canadian and living in Canada. Um, and, and it's, it's funny because I, I was mentioning this before, like Shannon and I, my, my wife and I have been chatting a little bit about what we, we may want to do when we retire. And we've talked about a couple different places in Canada, but another place that's cropped up is, I was saying before, this little town outside of Florence, Italy called Fiesole, because it is breathtakingly beautiful. And it's also close to Florence, which is beautiful. Um, but I don't think I could do it because because I just because I I love Canada that that much. So we'll probably end up in either Newfoundland or Banff, um, both of which are also spectacularly beautiful. Um, so yes, you could be technically correct, but I take it as a like there's um there's that old TV commercial you can uh, you can Google it on YouTube called I Am Canadian, um, and it's it's for the beer like it's for the beer Canadian um, beer, and you can look at it and and it's, it's you know one of the things that it says you know I'm. I'm proud to be able to sew my country's flag on my backpack. Hang on one second. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud to sew your country's flag on my backpack too, if I traveled. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's just something. That was great. I, I missed what you said there, Nate. What'd you say? I said, if he I said traveled, if I'd traveled. also be proud to sew your, uh, your country's flag yeah, on my backpack because too. Because <laughs> what he's talking about is that when you go to a different country, if you say you're American, they get mad. But if you put the Canada thing, then they are not mad at you. Yeah. Well, well no, and, and it's funny because I found that to be I found that to be universally true. Just general garbage. Number twelve or thirteen on the right. Thanks. Thank you. But that's like unfair. Like if it was any other person doing that, would like there would be all kinds of names and slurs thrown out thrown out against that person. But I mean, I get it. Like. You know, that type of attitude, which, by the way, you find it in every culture. Have you looked at France? <laughs> See, I did it. Um, but, but I mean, there, there is that type of attitude that's like, you know, my way is the right way. I'm obnoxious. I'm arrogant. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, loud and boisterous and just whatever. Um, but I'm, I'm typically, you know, a little more subdued in that. Like, I, I'm, I'm not typically that, that way in public. I'm kind of quiet, keep to myself, listen before I speak type thing. It's a little offensive. Well, but no, I'm not a weenie, so that's okay. It's interesting because, like, so I mean, so we're going to uh, we're heading back to Mexico in about three weeks, and uh, there's you know there will be a lot of Americans there, I'm sure, and but there is this general kind of attitude, like, it, like yes, um, like I have so I have uh, one of the tattoos I have on me is like the the atheist A, and I. It, it won't it won't take about three hours. I'll be in the pool for less than three hours and someone will scream out Bama because the atheist A kind of looks like the Alabama A. <laughs> and and then and then when I correct them and say, no, that's not what it's about, then they'll you know, they'll go to another pool because they'll be afraid that the you know devil's going to come into the pool because I'm there. Um, but there is this general kind of um uh, there is no way, easy way to say this. Yeah, most people don't like Americans outside of America. Yeah, well, I don't like to travel, so I guess I'm good. What do you mean you don't like to travel? I hate traveling. I hate everything about it. 
where have you been, Nate? Like, where in the world have you been? Not many places. Um, okay, where have I been? I've been to Canada. I've been to, wow, I guess just Canada and Mexico. But, I mean, that's more than enough. I don't even want to travel in my own country. Like, I just hate, like, you know, either either driving, packing, planning, especially flying. Um, I, I just hate the whole process. Like, it's not fun. And, you know, getting, like, a colonoscopy by, by TSA and all this other stuff, it's like, what is the point? And then you get there, and it's like you have an itinerary that's so strict because your loving wife uh, planned every waking second. Um, so you have, to, you have to follow this ridiculous itinerary. There's no rest. There's no relaxation. And all you're doing is just, like, waiting to leave and get, get in the airport or get in the truck and, like, drive all the way home again. It's just, like, my wife, whenever she suggested, hey, you want to take a vacation to Florida? You know what my suggestion was? Why don't we just live there? <laughs> so... So my, my idea, because if you want a vacation somewhere that's so nice and amazing, well, just move there. And then you don't have to be like that. That becomes your life. So if she ever wants to say, hey, I, I'd really like to, you know, visit some other place. Um, and if I was willing to do that, I'd be like, well, you know, if it's nice enough to vacation there, why don't we just move there? I'm, I'm a little bit of a unique animal. That's it. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Like, I... Wow, I I don't know what I'd do if I couldn't travel anymore. I love it. So, like I love everything about traveling. Um, and now there are there are some vacations. Like for example, when we when we honeymooned, we honeymooned in Germany and Italy, and that was uh, that was a little bit hectic. I guess you could say we were going, we were there for three weeks and we saw a lot. Just one second when my car picks up. Hang on. Can you still hear me? Yep. Yeah. Um, so, um, that was a little bit hectic. So I got to understand that. Like we, we did lots of stuff in three weeks. And when I was done that, I almost felt like I needed a vacation from my honeymoon. <laughs> but now when we go away, like we're, you know, in, in about three weeks going back to Mexico, man, we, we get picked up. We, we, we always arrange a private transfer from the airport because my wife is spoiled. Um, and rich. So when we, when we go there, it's like we get met by a private car and they'll have a beer for her and a diet Coke for me. And I, that's it. Like that's the most work I do is leaving the airport. You can have incredibly relaxing vacations if you try. Yeah. Much like religion. We just disagree. <laughs> for now. Still got robes. Well, I mean, you know, like I, I know you've got the robes ready. Just you know, keep them, keep them set aside. <laughs> uh, Aaron, didn't you used to be the world traveler, or me, world traveler? What? Or just like here no, in the yeah, U.S.? Yeah, I've, I've in the U.S. I lived, I lived in. Well, when I was in the U.S., I lived mainly in Indiana, but I did travel to Ohio, Illinois, uh, Michigan, and Florida when I was in the U.S. In Brazil, I've gone to Sergipe, Rio, and a few places in the interior of my state, Bahia, but I haven't, uh, I don't travel much anymore because I have, I get motion sickness. So it would have to be with somebody who knows how to drive without me getting sick. 
you know. Um, I, I can get on a plane, but it, it can't last more than an hour because I'll get sick on a plane, too. I get really sick, so. Like, super duper sick, so. I'm not really much of a traveler at all. Um, yeah, more of a homebody. I only go out when I have to, you know? Yeah, that is that is how I am. Like, anytime I have to, like, I, gosh, like, whenever I was younger, like, I, I constantly, like, like, I couldn't even sleep at night. Like, when I was, like, a, you know, a, like, an older teenager, I had my license and everything. Like, I couldn't even go to sleep. Like, we lived in, in a, like, 20 miles from the closest, like, decent-sized city. And it, it was just so weird and, like, claustrophobic. Like, if I didn't visit that town, like, once a day to, like, actually, you know, see some other people and, like, some stores and some signs of life. Because um, <laughs> uh, we had, like, one crummy little gas station. It just it just felt weird. Um like cut off from civilization or something. So I had to like go and like just drive around. Like even when like my friends weren't there or anything and I'm like, okay, well I can't go to bed. So I just have to like drive around for like an hour, come home and it was all fine. But I, I think I did that so much. Like now, anytime I have to get in the car, like pretty much at all, it's not a great day. Like if I have to get in the car to drive like two miles down the road to the store, like I'm already aggravated. <laughs> Why are you aggravated just to get in the car? Well, you know, your motion sickness thing, like, because I don't want to leave. Like, I'm, I'm happy being home. I'm happy being around my community, like my little, like, two mile radius. So anytime I have to go outside that, that means mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't, you know, be at my, uh, be in my little nesting area. Yeah. You have to drive I to like I get that. a store? Well, uh, usually, see, that's why usually Walmart drives it to me and they deliver my groceries. <laughs> so if I have to, if I have to drive to them, that already means something went wrong. Yeah, I don't shop at Walmart. <laughs> First world problems. Hey, my pain is real. Oh, I don't <laughs> shop at Walmart. Oh. I, no, I, no, I, no, the reason no, I don't shop at Walmart is because I don't like the way they treat their employees. By the way, you know, it's hilarious. Um, if you have anything outside your doorstep in Brazil... It's uh, common knowledge. If you put anything outside your doorstep, that means you don't want it anymore. And anybody comes by and gets it. No, there's no such thing as DoorDash. People don't leave things at your door. There's no such thing as that happening in Brazil because that's considered you don't want it anymore. If you put anything outside your doorstep, like outside, anyone just goes by and takes it. It's not considered yours. It's considered you gave it away for the poor people that are walking around. So, yeah, it's just... Um, it doesn't even exist, the concept of, you know, putting something outside your door and leaving it. It would be robbed immediately, or even if it wasn't robbed. Like, people assume it's given if you leave it outside your door. So, Well, I'll see. And, um, like, the delivery lady, like, for Walmart, they, they actually, it's in-home service. So I meet them at the door, open it, they come in and, like, stock it in the fridge and put it in the cabinets and all that. It's really awesome. But the the lady who does it, I mean, she's probably in her, like, 50s, and she, every time, like, she's super happy. She's told me all about it, completely unsolicited. Um, she loves Walmart. Like, apparently she's been there. She'll be there, like, 30 years in, like, a few months. Um, her, like, daughter works there, and she's been there, like, 15 years. And so, I mean, I, I don't know how her experience is different than everyone else's, but, I mean, she loves it. And in the past, I've, I've worked at Walmart a few times in a few different states, and I've always thought it was fine. Like I was, I was fine there. I mean, it's not like a job you'd want to retire from, except this person. I mean, I guess she's happy to retire from there, but um, 
yeah, anyway, that's my antidotal experience. Yeah, see, that's, I guess that's more the, uh, the socialist in me. Um, like, I'm very pro-labor union as well. Um, and so there was, there was a thing where, like, <clears throat> Walmart employees in Canada tried to organize, and Walmart fired all of them. And, well. you know, and that's like, that's like, I think that's terrible. Um, like I, I am currently like, I am in a union as well, like a, a public service union. Um, and I've worked in a union most of my professional career. And there's, I think there's a lot to be said for that. And this, for this woman who works at Walmart, if she's been there for 30 years, like it's time to retire. Like, like in Canada, like I, I think I was telling you before, um, the friend of mine that drives a bus, he's been he's been driving a bus for 28 years. In two years, he will be able to retire with a full pension, because in Canada, 30 years is a career, and you can retire. She's been alive for 90 years. She, she should die too. I did hear that since Canada has, um, you know, they've been executing lots of people. I mean, by lots, I guess it's relative, but like in this, in the, compared to other countries, um, pretty high amount of people they've killed. Um, under Nate, the, there's uh, no, Nate, uh, there, under there's, the, like, there's no death penalty in Canada, Nate. No, no, no. Uh, under the, um, you know, under the compassionate, like, you know. Euthanasia, it, yeah. Yeah. And, and, oh, euthanasia. And, and, but, but the thing is, you know, it's under that. Yeah, no death penalty, but you know, you get to die happy. But I mean, I, it's under that argument where it's like you know they're in pain and suffering and it's compassionate care or whatever. Um, but some of these people, it will be. I've heard, Michael, you would know better than me, but back it up with fact. Um, that it will be things that um, they kind of skirt the edge and they're like, oh well, it's not exactly you know painful where they need to die, but you know they get talked into it or like you know if you want to go conspiratorial, it's like. They're a drain on the system, you know. They're 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 homeless, whatever. They have issues. They have medical things that don't necessarily diminish their quality of life, but it's very expensive to keep them alive. So it's like kind of really pushed in the direction of, hey, wouldn't it just be better, you know, for you? It'd be like a good service, like a national just hero, die. to just die. So just die. so what so what yeah. you're talking about is so what you're talking about is something that doesn't happen anymore. It's called eugenics. Um, no, that doesn't happen here. It is a very, so we do have, um, like, dying with dignity in Canada. That is a thing here. Um, and it's one thing, like, I, I think, like, Nate, do you think someone has a right to life? Sure. Okay. So then do you not think that someone has a right to not life? I think that, uh, sure, if a person wants to abort themselves, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. But, I mean, it's their life. They can do with it as they want. My problem, which I think you'd agree, we just, you know, you would just exercise a lot of faith in your government um, and their charitability. And I would exercise extreme skepticism that if someone is like, I want to die, government, will you please help me die peacefully with dignity? And they're like, yes, dear citizen, we'll hold your hand. Um, versus the other thing, which is like governments, you know, trying to save money. And they may try to, like, kind of be heavy-handed or wake the scales where someone's like, I need help. What do I do? 
And if it's like, oh, well, let us give you this very expensive medicine that will totally fix you and give you, like, great quality of life for the next 30 years, or, you know, we need to save money. So, hey, have you considered compassionate dying with dignity? That's the thing, right? So I think we agree, Michael. Uh, I don't know about the right to life, but the right to death. Um, if they want to do it themselves, go for it. But you shouldn't weigh those scales. You should be like, do you really want to like live and cost all of your fellow citizens all this money, or wouldn't you want to kind of take one for the team, like you know, kind of weighing it down? So looking at it, looking at it, look, looking at it from a Christian. Hey, Michael, you're, there's noise going on. In the oh, background. sorry. Well, I think he was about to answer. <laughs> Because I was hearing a bunch. Yeah, looking at it from a Christian. Yeah, yeah, looking at all this from a Christian perspective instead of a bunch of rational blah, 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 blah. Right. Let's think about it from what does God think? Right. Because since we're in an ask Christian room, um, where does God say that we have the right to uh, say, oh, you know, I'm suffering. So I just want to die. And so the thing is this. From a human wisdom, which is vile uh, perspective, then you can say, oh, this person's not having quality of life. Let's just, you know, let them die with dignity. But actually, God is looking at your eternal life, where your soul is going to spend eternity. And if you cut that short, instead of waiting for the time that God appoints you to die, you're going to decide yourself when you're going to die, right? So if you cut that short, then you're taking, you're playing God, right? You're playing God with your own life. And the fact of the matter is that God is the one who appoints uh, people to die. And if you decide to take your own life, then there's something extremely just warped about that because God knows when is the right time for you to go. And it's especially because why this is why murder is something very wrong as a Christian, right? Because look, if you murder somebody and you don't know if that person lived another month, if they would accept Jesus as their savior and get saved, if they lived another two months, what would happen? But God in his sovereignty knows. So I absolutely am 100% against euthanasia of people because it's their soul we're talking about and eternity. Eternity is a long time. So I definitely am 100% against that because we're just treating humans as if they're just body and soul and not as if they're, they're body and soul without spirit. And, if, and as if that soul's just going to, you know, not as if this is an atheistic policy, okay, because it's not taking into consideration eternity at all, well, spirituality at all. I mean, the Canadian government is... I believe secular and Michael is an atheist. So of course that makes sense to them. And, you know, I agree with what you said. Well, I, I, I would just say this would get what only thing that concerns me is with some, with a, a euthanasia model, let's say where you can use taxpayer money, things like that, where there could possibly be maybe an end, a euthanasia industry where you have euthanasia companies making euthanasia uh, equipment that can be, you know, funded by taxpayer money. Oh, I just, I just, I don't know if I trust the government well, yeah, let, profit and death. Let me clarify in case someone misunderstood me. When I say it's, it's their, their right to die. I don't mean like taxpayer government funded all this. I mean, if you want to die so bad, take a gun and shoot yourself. Um, don't do, do that. Don't do that. 
That's why I said I would argue against that. But ultimately, it's their life. It's their freedom to do that if they choose. So if you really want to die, take care of it yourself. No, I, I don't advocate for like, you know, like state funding and money and taxpayer dollars to help people kill themselves. If you want to do it, there are very cheap and expensive ways. But as a Christian, I agree with you, Aaron. I, I would argue against that all day. I'd make don't do it. But ultimately, I'm not going to try to chain you up and force you to be alive. I mean, if you want to die, you know, kill yourself. But so there's a ton. There, there's there's a ton of stuff to to address here. Um, so first and foremost, before um, I say anything else, um, so Aaron, uh, respectfully, you are incorrect about a quote unquote atheistic um, uh, thing like euthanasia being atheistic. Um, atheistic atheism is a is a single. Like uh, you've heard, you know, you've heard the term like you know, multiple prong arguments, like the prongs of a fork. Atheism is like a chopstick; it's just one end. All atheism talks about is whether you believe in a god or not. Uh, full stop. Atheism says nothing about morality, uh, ethics, or anything else. Uh, what, what I think what you meant to say is secular, and in that way, I completely agree with you. Now, on to some of the other things. If you want to go down that kind of wild conspiracy uh, uh, trail of, oh, you know, they start doing all these other types of things. Well, I guess I would have to concede that, yes, it's possible. But, um, and then Nate, something that you said, you know, we'll just take a gun and kill yourself. So there's, there's a bunch of stuff wrong with that. One of the things that's wrong with that is the, the, the idea of, of compassionate um, dying with dignity. Also, it, it, another factor involved in that is how that isn't something that's terribly traumatic for uh, the family of an individual who is maybe uh, very, you know, like terminally ill, something like that, right? Um, having been in situations in my professional life where I've gone on to, I've gone into scenes uh, after law enforcement's been there, of course, um, where someone has taken their own life, the trauma that you can, like the vicarious traumatization that comes along with something like that is unbelievable. So, I mean, like just to say, well, just take a gun and kill yourself. The problem, the problem with something like that is that from one perspective, you're correct. For the person who is in pain, or wh whether it be psychological, physical, or otherwise, when they pull that trigger, when they hang themselves, something like that, which of course you're going to say, you know, the... You know, official position of the Christian room, blah, blah, blah. I understand that. Um, once that yeah, happens, yeah, once that happens, their pain is over, right? Um, but it only just begins for the myriad of people that have to deal with the aftermath of something like that. So it's, it's incredible. Like, like, I personally, very personally, think that suicide is an incredibly selfish act for the reasons I just talked about. But I don't view uh, dying with dignity in the same way, obviously. Going back to what Aaron said a moment ago. Can I, can I, I respond before you? Because there's a lot of points just, that you're talking about. I, I know, ahead. but I know. But just 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 one last thing. Um, like everything you said, Aaron, about, you know, God deciding stuff like that. I can like granted, but I'm an atheist. So I don't believe any of that stuff. So sorry, go ahead. Okay, so I want to start off with the first thing you said. 
I said that uh, the assisted death, quote unquote, is basically suicide, but with assistance with in a way that it's not it's not a gun being pulled to your head, but it's a suicide that is assisted. So if you want to call it all these pretty names, it's still suicide. It's um it's being condoned by the government, but it's still suicide. And you just said that suicide is a super selfish thing. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. They're committing suicide, but they're doing it in a way that isn't as traumatic as jumping off of a, the top of a high rise or as traumatic as um, putting a bullet through your head. Um, but there are people who commit suicide by taking just a bunch of mixture of drugs and they just die from that mixture of drugs, right? So when I said that the policy is atheistic, right, I am saying this. Atheism. Atheism is the belief that there is no God. Okay? So, when a policy yeah, is, is based... Agree, yeah. yeah. There is no God. So, the policy is atheistic. What is theistic? The belief that there is a God or gods, right? Theistic, right? So, when I said the policy is an atheistic policy, I'm saying there's no consideration for there being a God because there are many thousands of religions. And um, there may be a religion on earth that promotes uh, suicide, but I have not yet encountered it. Somebody could please school me on this religion where they believe that there is a God and they are promoting suicide, whether it's assisted or not. I haven't found any religion and I'm not even talking Christianity. Islam, Islam promotes suicide. Yeah. Right, yeah. But, suicide bombing. Right. Suicide bombing. Okay. So the point is, is that the more moderate Islamists don't believe in that, right? Would be the extremists. So, but the well, point we're is. The apostates. <laughs> the other ones who don't yeah. kill themselves going to them. <laughs> right. But what I'm what I'm coming to the point here, he said that the policy is not atheistic. And it's like, wait, I'm taking just the word atheist. What you believe in, Michael, is something. But the word atheist means the, the belief that there is no God. And if you look at the policy, it's not taking into consideration the eternity. You said when that person dies, their pain is over. You said that. Well, their physical or whatever pain in this world is over. But from a Christian perspective, if their pain is not over if their soul goes to hell, right? And you said it's traumatic when people commit suicide. Why is it less traumatic when they do it in this way or that way? When it's assisted by by the government, how is it less traumatic? It's just flowering the same exact thing that's happening. They're committing suicide, but here it's assisted by the government. Here it's not. It's still suicide. It's wrong. It's not. It's not good in any way. Most religions, even if they're not Christian, are going to be against it. And because we do believe there is an afterlife, you believe that pain, their pain is over. We believe their pain continues and gets worse. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how much we can dance around this without just coming to the same point of And I've got about five minutes. Yeah, well, then that makes it a little simpler. But, um, yeah, like we, we simply... Like we simply disagree there. There is a difference between um, secularism and atheism. 
Um, th this is, but it's with five minutes to go, there's probably not enough time to, to go into the differences. Um, something you said that was very interesting though, was the difference between someone like taking a bunch of pills versus someone like Nate said, putting a, you know, using a, a firearm, for example. Um, so what do you think? And this is, it's the question is largely rhetorical. What do you think would be more traumatic for an individual to come home and find the aftermath of someone who would use a firearm or to come home and find the aftermath of someone who would use pills? Again, again, I, I was it's, both for the pill. let's go with the pills one. Well, well, there's, there's somebody with some background noise that can't hear anything. Yeah, I, I'm fixed. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if Sean was trying to talk to us or he just hit mute. But yeah, if Sean, okay. if you're talking to us, no one, no one can hear you like at all. Well, uh, go ahead, Michael. My, my, yeah, so there's, uh, there's just that. Brandon, you're also. We also can't hear you, but Michael's in the middle of the sentence. But we Brandon's can't hear you either, muffled. Brandon. Uh, go ahead, Michael. Finish, please. Yeah, so there's just a, and, and again, it doesn't. It's not something that requires an answer. Like it's, it's rhetorical. Like there, there is a difference between those two things, right? Um, and. I don't think that necessarily the aftermath is going to be less, right? You're, there's still an individual who is no longer alive. However, the, 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 there's less of an instance, less, less instances of serious traumatization given the pills versus firearm example. But any, anyway, to go into it deeper is going to take more time that Nate doesn't have. So anyway. Yeah, Nate does have to go. Um, uh, Michael, I would say if you, uh, Brenda, do you want to try to say something real quick? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, well, about, I guess it'd be about a year ago from now, uh, I had, I was burying my father. He uh, died of a drug overdose, um, whether it was um, intentional or, or not, is not really confirmed. I know they found him when we found out about it, it was like three weeks or two weeks later because of the smell in his apartment. Um, I, I'm I'm not sure at that point gun or drug makes a big difference. Um, I'm, I'm really not sure at that point. I think that's an arbitrary uh, difference. Yeah, that that also add, that's also adding another factor into it, though, right? Like the the difference between you know finding Wait a someone second. who has Michael, guys. I I Michael. really I, I super yeah, super have sorry. to go. Sorry. Um, yeah, um, Nate. If you want, Aaron, I can. Wanna... I can finish. I wanted. I wanted to finish this thing, and then I can yeah, close here, the room let, after finishing. Yeah, let me make you yeah. a mud refess. I just wanted to say in parting, Michael, if you care at all about your neighbors to the south or despise Trump as much as you say, um, the primaries tonight in New Hampshire. I'm pretty sure you could probably vote without even being a citizen because no one cares about that anymore. Um, you should run to the border and make your case known and, and help out. So uh, put up or shut up, Mike. <laughs> I, I say in jest. Okay. So, is that, well, is that even going to laugh from him? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I, just, I don't sorry, know. Just, just letting my dog in. Sorry. Yeah, okay, I'm go not ahead, gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not going <laughs> to vote in your elections, man. That's not even legal. I'm just playing. Hmm. For the record, fallen laws don't illegally vote in elections. <laughs> All right, see you guys later. Good to see you, Aaron, Brendan, Michael. Take care. Bye, Nate.